Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another weekly installment of the Deal with Sense podcast. As always, I am your main host, Andrew Orozco, joined by my co-host, the unnecessary one, the badger of the high desert. He's always down for the cause, never down for the count. The self-named lost cause, Johnny. Hey, what's up? Thank you, thank you. You never wait for me to finish, huh? You always just jump in when you feel like it. Well, you start to, like, smile when I... I'm trying to... You don't want to burst? Like, laugh? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Uh, I shouldn't have said burst. That's not weird. Anyways, Johnny, Johnny, we have a few news stories. More like previews than actual news stories. I think we have, like, one news story. Even then, it's more like a rumor. But we saw a couple of trailers. We saw some gameplay for some Mm -hmm. upcoming... What I would consider true, like, next-gen has, like, arrived kind of games. The first one uh, I actually saw, and you saw for like, I think the whole duration of it was the uh, gameplay for Horizon Forbidden West. Actually, why don't we get into the news first? Because I think we're going to talk more about Horizon. What do you... Oh, do we actually have news this time? Because I wasn't paying attention. No, no, no. You said you had an article, right? Well, okay, fine. We'll get to that then. Uh, Yeah, there's only one thing that really pops up for me, and like, it's just the rumor about the... Nintendo Switch Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody I know wants it to be called the Super Switch, which I think is kind of cheesy. The Super Switch. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, if you're listening, like, nah, that's it sounds goofy. Do they give a reason for that? He, it's just because he says, he said, I want to I want to be able to say, like, I pre-ordered the Super Switch. And I was like, that just sounds funny. It sounds well, what weird. would you call it? I would call it the Switch Pro or the Switch Neo, I think. What? Neo? Why? Because it's Latin for new. Nah, the his sounds better. Super like, Switch. Yeah, it's catchier. The Super Switch. It just sounds like the Neo sounds like a '90s type of box. The Super Switch sounds like Super Nintendo, which is a '90s box. That's a good point, but the word itself transcends that. That decade. Neo. That's more like a 2000s thing, like early 2000s, like Neo from the Matrix. What about the Neo Geo? Okay, that's one example. But I still feel like it feels. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna give it to your friend. Yes. <sighs> That sounds doesn't matter. All right, we're going to screen rant for this article. Uh, written this article is written by Scott Baird Bard. Mm -hmm. It's like an I between the A and the R. I'm gonna go with Baird. Says Nintendo Switch Pro rumored to be revealed before E3 and launch this year. There, the rumors about about the upcoming Nintendo Switch Pro. So that's like even he's calling it the Nintendo Switch Pro. Are heating up as the system will reportedly be revealed before E3 2021 and launched later this year. For those of you at home keeping score, E3 starts like June 10th. So like, there's it literally... was 14. Huh? That was 14. No, it's like from oh no, it's from the 12th to the 14th, isn't it? That sounds about right. So we have like 11 days from right now till then for this to be proven true. Uh, numerous sources have reported on an updated version of the Nintendo Switch, which is something that has been expected since the console first launched in 2017. The big three console manufacturers have had vast success with mid-life cycle upgrades for their systems, such as the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X. Nintendo skipped this with the poorly selling Wii U, but the DS and 3DS line of systems had several revisions throughout their lifespan. The Switch has already had two hardware revisions of its, with a Switch Lite being a handheld-only system, and the Switch V2 with improved battery life having been rolled out in 2019. 
There have been rumors of a 4K-capable Nintendo Switch upgrade being in development, which has earned the unofficial moniker Nintendo Switch Pro. E3 2021 is just around the corner, and Nintendo could be finally ready to reveal the Switch Pro, according to Bloomberg. Nintendo is set to announce the new system before E3 begins on June 12th. Okay, I told you, the 12th. In order to give publishers a chance to show off their games on the new hardware during their E3 showcases. This new system will reportedly enter production over the summer with an expected launch window of September or October of this year. There is a global semiconductor shortage happening at the moment, which Nintendo President Shuntaro Furukawa has commented on in the recent past. If these rumors about Nintendo's new system are true, then the Switch Pro could see the same shortages and scalper-driven stock buyouts as the PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S. Sources close to Bloomberg have commented that the Switch Pro will likely cost more than the base unit, which is $300 right now, which will be phased out in favor of the new model over. The Switch Lite is expected to remain in circulation, however. Nintendo Switch has been has seen incredible sales since its launch, but is now facing fresh competition from the... Okay, so it kind of... It, at this point, it kind of goes into, like, statistics about the current Switch, not, like, the future. So uh, I'm going to leave the rest there. If anybody wants to read it, it's, like, one more paragraph. Uh, you can find the article on Screen Rant, uh, written by Scott Baird. Johnny, now you're not really... It wouldn't be... Am exaggerate. Switch? No. Yeah. I was going to say, it wouldn't be an exaggeration to say you're not exactly a, a huge Switch fan. I like Nintendo, but I'm not. No, I'm not gonna buy a console. You like Nintendo enough to play it, but not enough to buy it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I I can relate like that with. Uh... Yeah. The only two games I like is like Mario Party and Mario Kart. And. Wow. Smash. Okay, I was about to say you left yeah. out Smash. Like, wow. Um, what do you think about this, though, Johnny? Do you think it makes sense? Like they mentioned, how they have like consoles that do like the mid-life kind of upgrade, like the PS4 to PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. Xbox One to Xbox One X. Hasn't it been out? Five years now? And it's a midlife? Let me do the math in my head. Four years. Okay, so they're going to put this console out for another two years. And then we get a new one? Like the PS Pro came out maybe three years before, right? Before the refresh? It came out. PS4 Pro was like 2016? Maybe 15? Oh, okay. This sounds really close to the end of the of the Switch. Unless they have like a long life cycle plan for the switch it does seem kind of like a little late to do the the upgrade right yeah it sounds it sounds too late dude but like i understand i think it makes sense though to do like the whole kind of like like there was rumors like, like they mentioned in the article about how like nintendo started telling its developers like start planning to make 4k capable games it's strange because nintendo isn't somebody who's like super graphic like they're not graphics competitors like they're not that's not their play field right they do traditional wacky stuff that people like nintendo for so for them to be like oh we're now jumping into the uh graphics processor kind of realm to kind of like boost what we got what i've heard before is if nintendo does this upgrade it's going to be an upgrade that's comparable to the ps4 to the pro right which we just read. I don't know what the pro, but it'll look. Oh, you're saying it'll reach PS4 Pro, PS4 levels. Yes. I mean that'd be cool because I think you would have like a basically a handheld mobile PS4, which would be dope as hell. 
But what do you think, Johnny? Do you think people are going to be eager for this? Especially if it costs more than the base model PS... Uh, sorry. More than the base model Switch, which is like $300. So is all of this just speculation, or what are they saying exactly? Like, what's what they're from? saying is if the technology that's in it is true, it's going to have to cost more than what the base model Switch is, which is $300. Uh-huh. So if it's doing 4K, that means like what kind of... like I imagine some kind of special kind of screen, right? Some pixel technology... Something that's probably not cheap to do, I imagine. Are you saying for the handheld, though? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, my phone has uh, 4K on the screen. How much was your phone? The phone was like 400. Okay. So it's, it's a Sony a... Xperia. It's a really good phone. Uh, maybe two years after it came out, I purchased it, and it was 500, and it has a 4K screen. Wait, it went up and in it... value? No, no, no. Oh. So, I... okay, let me say it again. I bought it about two years or a year and a half. After it released, oh, okay, and it cost me about four hundred bucks, four but it or five. Was, but it was five at release when it first released. No, no, it was a thousand dollar phone. Oh Jesus Christ! The thing is, um, Apple phones and Samsung phones they devalue a lot slower than something like a a Sony phone. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's because of the the market share that they have, where they have to immediately drop the price. Mm-hmm. I love this phone a lot more than the Samsung phones. Mm-hmm. They have pretty much everything that the Samsung phones have, huh? phones have mm-hmm. except they dropped in value way faster. But what I'm trying to say is, yeah, that thing is pretty inexpensive and it has a 4K screen. Okay. So as far as the price goes, I mean, it sounds doable, right? Because mm-hmm. the phone itself is pretty inexpensive, but it does a lot more than, say, a Switch. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering, though, if they make another Nintendo Switch model and how it's supposed to come out like this year. They mentioned in the article about how production might be an issue with like the microprocessors and all that. Unless Nintendo has like a real like banger like launch title, I don't think many people are gonna rush out to get like the newest Switch. Especially, That's especially. A good point. How do you sell a new console on a, on a Switch? Are they gonna have a new uh, Smash? Like, Breath of the Wild. Crazy resolution. Breath of the Wild Two is my guess. Because Breath of the Wild One was a huge, it had a huge attach rate for the Switch when it first came out. So that means they'd have to hold Breath of the Wild for like the next two years. It's probably not gonna come out this year. Well, they said it's supposed to. It's slated to launch this year, and Breath of the Wild is supposed to come out at the end of this year. So that kind of, you know, smells like a duck, sounds like a duck. It's a duck. Okay. Because I was thinking if they go for the next iteration of the Nintendo console, two years. But if you're saying it's just a a pro version, okay, this year makes. They have to put it out this year. Yeah. There's some confusion because some people are saying, like, is this, like, the same thing as, like, is this analogous to, like, a PS4 to PS4 Pro where, like, you can still play the same games? Or is this going to be, like, a new thing where, like, there was uh, the 3DS and then there was the new 3DS. Mm -hmm. Some of the games that played on the new 3DS, you could not play on the original 3DS because, Mm -hmm. like, the graphics or whatever it was, the, the, the disparity between the two was too high. Okay. And so some people are wondering, because I've seen like, uh, you know, on Twitter and like with the social people, social media saying, is they're hoping that this isn't a situation where like this is the new console, like the new standard and like you better jump on board or else you're going to be left behind in terms of like games being exclusive to it. Now, in the article, they mentioned that it, once this comes into production, they're going to stop selling the original Switch. They're going to stop making that, mm-hmm. but they're still going to ma- be making the, the Switch Lite, which is like the the switch without the removable sides mm-hmm. and you can't plug it into the TV. It's just like a, basically just only a handheld. Okay. I'm thinking 
if they're getting rid of the original Switch model and they're just going to mainline it so it's now just this new one and the Switch Lite, I feel like that means that they're gonna there's gonna be some games for this new switch that will either have two modes where like you can have like the default rate it's like enabling hdr for your games mm-hmm. where like you can play the game on the classic switch and it's gonna run just okay and then there's gonna be the option to like this game's gonna like you know pop off or it's gonna look amazing and run great i'm hoping i'm hoping the disparity isn't that bad where like if you have like the old switch and you don't jump onto the new one, I hope like the games like you don't suffer in terms of like library options. Like it would suck if like, well, you're stuck with the old switch. So like, yeah, you're still playing the same games, but like they're like, they run terribly or something. I, f- I feel like Nintendo wouldn't do that. I feel like they know not to screw over their customers that way, but I feel like they wouldn't do that because currently the hottest games are going to be like Mario Party and Smash and Smash is probably a long, long ways away, right? I, I believe the, so. From new release. I mean, we don't even have all this DLC characters announced yet. Yeah, so if, if you're telling me... Uh, not Zelda, what's the actual name of the game? Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild. If it came out, that's going to be the only thing you guys have for a long time. Unless unless you have like a Metroid coming out, right? Well, there is Metroid supposed to come out. So, Metroid 4. But... But a lot of people are saying Metroid just doesn't really sell. You know, it's a it's like a legendary character, but they say sales are just terrible. And the latest yeah, it's like on Star Fox kind of great. Yeah, I guess there's some truth to that. I don't know. We'll see. I just I just so I mean, what games would you want to purchase on it? Like shortly after the the console releases, like a for me to Star jump Fox. for me to jump to the Switch Pro. Yeah, it would have to have like a killer like Pokemon game. Now the interesting thing is when this. If this Switch comes out later this fall, later this year, mm-hmm. that'll put it right in line with the new Pokemon games that, are, that were announced to come out in November and January. Okay. Because in November, we're getting the remakes of uh, Diamond and Pearl. And then two months later in January, we're getting the uh, the new new games. It's called Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is like a full, like... I, I, you probably see the comparisons to where it's like Pokemon meets Breath of the Wild, where it's like full 3D, like world open world exploration. You can catch Pokemon like out in the wild, like like without being like little two D sprites. Like you're like, it's like Breath of the Wild. Like you have like you can like climb like the terrain and stuff. So that's coming out when it's that's January next year, which puts it right in time for people to already have had like this new Pro Switch for like one or two months by then. Okay. So there's a theory that one of those games, the November ones or the January Pokemon games. That one of them probably will be either Switch Pro exclusive, or it will have like some kind of like up-res kind of HDR enhanced version running on Switch Pro. Do you know um, that would get me to buy the Switch Pro? Do you know? Because I don't know what the na- the answer to this is. Do you know when Nintendo started making profit after the Switch? I have no idea. I did see that art. I sent you that article, right? Where so like PS Five is now officially like in the green yeah. or the black. I, I'm saying mm-hmm. they're not losing out on each console. Yeah, which is extremely early in its life that's a trip yeah because i think i think in the past it's usually been like about halfway or about a third of the way through the console life when they start mm-hmm. like making their money back so i mean that sounds like they're selling the ps5 at cost almost or something yeah we all thought it was going to be a lot more expensive because it was it had so many innovations right? right we thought it was going to be maybe a 600 dollar game i mean console mm-hmm. but that's really cool too the problem is more funny for new games Mm-hmm. Well, and the problem is getting enough uh, 
those micro uh what are they called again capacitors not capacitors processors i'm sorry processors well they're gonna move to a different i uh, i forgot what it is they're like that rumor about that new model yeah i think they're moving up to six millimeter i mean not millimeter uh nanometer i think fuck all I right. completely forgot. The, the we ta- yeah, we it. talked about this before, yeah. but we didn't we didn't really like deep dive deep dive into it. Uh, so let's see, we're done with that bit. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens with the Switch Pro. Uh, again, only way I'll buy it is if there's like an exclusive Pokemon game for it. Other than that, the next exclusive Smash Brothers, no other game will make me buy it for that. Maybe Mario Party, another one. No, no, actually no. Give me Pokemon or give me Smash. No Nintendo, they're probably just gonna charge you again for the, the high res version of that. For the I exact not, same. Game. I wouldn't put it past them because like other studios already do that with like PS5 upgrades and like Xbox upgrades. Like I paid ten dollars for the, from to upgrade my Call of Duty Cold War on PS4 to the Call of Duty Cold War PS5. Like the latest, uh, older iteration of a Zelda game, right? That they just remastered? Oh, uh, Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're selling that at a pretty high price, right? Uh, well, at, at the cost of a new game, basically. Uh, all right. 60 bucks. There it is. For a remaster. Yeah. It's egregious. It's it's egregious sometimes. Um, but anyways, let's move on to the next thing. Johnny, mm-hmm. this pat Was it just literally yesterday? No. Thursday. Thursday, we saw the uh, actual... What was it? 14 minutes of gameplay for Horizon Forbidden West? Yep. What were your thoughts? What were your thoughts? Let me. I'm gonna give you my first thought, and then you can jump in right after. Uh, going underwater actually looks fun for once, and I hate water levels and I hate swimming in games. Yeah, good point. Yep. But this, how they tackle swimming, you don't have to worry about running out of air, which is like always. I hate that in games where they have water levels and like mm-hmm. gotta watch your your O2 levels. That might be a mechanic, and then her little mask that might be like some upgrade down the line. So that could still be. In there. I hope not, because they one of the selling points they mentioned was like, "Oh, and you'll never run out of air." Like they said that directly in the thing. It might be after a couple upgrades. Okay, let's start from the beginning though, Johnny. What were your thoughts as like chronologically as we go through? Like, okay, so we're going through the game. What's the first thing that like lived out to you besides like? Well, go, just just tell me. Well, I'm I'm totally content with the trailer, dude. Like that opening scene with looking at all the foliage, how dense that thing is. It looks amazing it's impressive i like seeing those uh the raptors the raptor uh, those things are cool yeah, yeah those weren't cool. in the first one right no i don't think so okay no, no. yeah uh when she's climbing up and then she takes her grappling hook and she pulls herself she pulls like towards a the rock she pulls like a miles morales yeah, the physics make no sense there but it looks amazing yeah we're and, not nothing about that but. and then she jumps off the cliff does it her. again yeah it's a little weird looking at the she grapples jumps grapples again jumps and then the really dope she showed it no she shows it earlier in the trailer too like that really dope like light paraglide thing i want to explain that they have that hard light that's what it looks like right yeah yeah but i want to know how they explain that in story like it's just an odd item you know right um but yeah she i like the idea because there's been many times in the original horizon like when you're climbing those like really tall giraffe looking things Mm mm-hmm and then if you like fall off, like you like like you're screwed. Like it, you know, you take the damage and that's it. But being yeah. able to like safely like recover in midair sounds like a sounds like a huge kind that, of quality of life improvement. That vertical gameplay looks really badass, dude. Her little grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were comparing it to um like Uncharted Four when they added that grappling hook to mm-hmm. swing around, and that did make a big difference to to gameplay. Like in terms of like how you approach like enemies and stuff like that. 
Yeah, like you're gonna have more direct uh, routes. Be able to mount enemies probably like easier. Mm-hmm. You could take more high high ground quicker and then be more stealthy. Um, so then after that, I think she lands into the water. She swims a little bit. The water looks great, dude. Uh, oh, the dinos are swimming too, which is badass. There's like a alligator looking one, right? That's like above like the surface of the water. Uh huh. Oh, I'm talking about when the raptors they start to like kind of like dog paddle, right? Yeah, they kinda yeah. Like dog paddle looking yeah, for her. That's cool, dude. Uh, so she crawls out of the water and then she finds that little group, right? So this is where we get into into the With, uh, the hand to hand combat. Aaron, right? What was his name? Aaron. Oh yeah, we find that guy. That's the part I I like least about the trailer because I personally just don't like that character. Aaron, right? Aaron, just like that, right? Yeah. Uh, the sun dude. The sun. Oh, they call him the old. What was the name of the empire? It was like it had like a sun motif thing going on. Austrium, Austrium, Osti. Anyways, the sun emperor guy mm-hmm. from that tribe. So I'm wondering, like, did he follow Aloy out there to the west, or like, did he get kidnapped, and like, that's why she's out there? What I'm wondering the most is, is this early on in the game, like this moment, like all of this, is this early in the game, you think? Or like later on? Because she it has looks, like these gadgets and stuff. Like, that looks early. That does look early. Like she has all these gadgets and stuff, takes down a giant mammoth. Like mm-hmm. is this, I'm wondering if this is like early in the game, like tutorial level, or is this like within the first like four hours of the game or something? Yeah, it's probably going to be the first four hours. Not first four, ten hours, whatever. Okay. But whatever, I don't like that character, but Okay. <laughs> Um, then after that we get into he's about to get his ass crushed and then Aloy goes and she follows uh, the herd or whatever and then we get into the combat right the combat is so much better do you remember Johnny what was my major complaint about the first game yeah I think that was everybody's complaint it was just a the melee felt so like unresponsive it was underwhelming you pretty much just had like two slashes the AI was dumb as fuck Mm -hmm. right and in this one she does these nice little combinations and they're all fluid. Mm-hmm. And I like how we're doing these these new cutscenes, dude. Like when she pulls out Oh, that, that, that special thing? Yeah, when she slides it into her spear. That was like anime as hell. Dude. It, when it she like, pulls great, it out though. and she kind of does... It's like, it like Power Rangers where it's like they do like the... Like the kind of like the hand signals like, oh, they're about to use like their special move kind of... You know what I'm saying? Like, or if you ever played like any of the street... The more recent Street Fighter games where the camera zooms in on the character right when they're about to do like a special... Mm-hmm. like i got that vibe where it was like oh shit like she's about to do something where she puts like the it looks like a charge or some kind of like battery thing into her spear yeah, yeah, yeah and then she kind of does like the thor thing where she like slams it and like it spreads out like an electric field i wonder if it's gonna do that all the time or is that just gonna be just like i think once in a while i think they do this a lot of what as well in uh, god of war it has this feeling where you uh like uh, maybe I mean, mount something or you go to like that special enraged like spartan kind of thing yeah but it doesn't have that cutscene when you enrage Right, right, right. But the cutscenes are like when you take down a troll and you fucking stab his eye or something, right? Oh, where it's kind of scripted or something? Yeah, kind of it's like a, a scripted uh, attack. Sequence, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was awesome. And then we got to we got to the elephant. For some reason, I don't like the elephant. Like, it, I like seeing the mammoth and the new character. Right. But... I think the mammoth looked cooler in the first trailer of the game we saw like a while back. When it was like a bunch of them like coming over like the horizon. Mm-hmm. pun intended but looking at it here it's like it looks less intimidating than i remember it looking like in the first trailer for the game no it's still cool like i'm, I'm i like how it has like the little carriage on the back with the people on the top like the archers and stuff yeah I'm, I'm gonna have fun with it no no doubt but i think the reason i don't like the mammoth is because when i want to share the trailer 
like to one of my friends, the mammoth isn't like that intimidating, right? Like what I would want to show him is like the 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 T Rex, or maybe the or like that little montage when she's like getting away from the mammoth and he's like breaking the walls right behind her as she's like lighting. That down. was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, right before right before that though, there was a sequence like when we get back to the combat where she was like fighting that one armored dude. Did, in the first game, did did the enemies have like removable? body armor i don't recall i don't think so either right no. so it looks like they adapted the same mechanics from like the monster the robots to like the to the human characters now right yeah because i saw like she was like targeting like southern parts and like it would turn like purple like that thing where like, it breaks off kind of mm-hmm. like where it falls off and it has like that bright purple color or whatever yeah so i'm wondering now if that's going to be a thing now with a human ai enemy where you're going to like target specific like body parts to like you know what, what i'm thinking too is make uh, them vulnerable good those those NPCs might also have weapons that you could take, just like in the robots where you could take their guns. Right, when she picks up the, the gun from the mammoth. Yeah, so you might also be able to take like a, a hammer or a spear or... I Yeah, or I hope they switch up the melee, a sword or like other stuff. It's like, so it's not just only the spear. Like, that would be dope. Yeah. Um, were you able to mount like aggressive creatures in the first game or was it just it was just like an ox before so just like the docile ones right Mm because it looks like she like like hijacks a raptor yeah uh so the other part of this is we're we're trying to figure out i think everyone's trying to figure out like why is sony so confident why did they put this ahead like two three weeks ahead of e3 so what's your take on this is it just they want to get this out of the way so they can showcase their secret games or or they want to show more of a montage with the rest of their games and this is like just happens to be the biggest chunk of of content that they have. I think there's two different reasons why. I mean, the first when they usually when they do the state of plays, they focus on a specific game, like an update. Like here, this is what's going on with this game. Mm-hmm. It's usually like imminent, where like the game's gonna come out like very soon. Like they did one with Ratchet and Clank like two weeks or a week ago. Mm-hmm. They did that with The Last of Us too, like two weeks before that came out. So. I don't expect... Obviously, this game's not going to come out like in two weeks, but I do feel like them showing us the gameplay this early, I imagine they must be nearing like a somewhat almost complete or finished build of the game. And so we're probably going to see it. I remember I told you recently like I was like skeptical. Like I don't think this game's going to come out this year. Having seen this now, because at the time we didn't know about the state of play about it, but now having seen the state of play, I, I back, I'm, back, I'm walking back on those words. I think this is going to be this year. The second thing is, yes, I think they're showing this early to kind of get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Also, like you said, to be like the mon- the sizzle reels, right? That's what they do, the montage of the sizzle reels. Yep. I feel like with this out of the way, the actual general state of play that no doubt Sony's going to end up doing like in July or June or whatever, I feel it's going to be focused on much more broader games than just Horizon. I also think when they do eventually get around to that state of play, we'll probably get an actual official release date. Mm-hmm. What I'm really wondering is, is this game running on PS4, is it going to make the PS4, like, lift off or something? Like, is it going to blast off into space? Because, like, we saw how the game played. It was on a, they said, right, it was running on a, on a PS5, right, they said, in the yeah. in the presentation. I, can t- I We know, obviously, why they didn't go with a PS4, right, with a PS4 build of the game. Mm-hmm. What do you think the compromises are going to be for the PS4 game? I'm thinking, like, decreased draw, draw distance... Probably, obviously, a, a lower distance, lower lighting, frame rate. No ray tracing. Lower frame rate. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to handle all that. But I don't think there's going to be any major gameplay compromises, no, right? No, gameplay is going to look very similar. The game looks like, physically, not physically, that's not the right word. 
combative combatively it could run on ps4 it looks like yeah yeah even like the you know, the cutscene you mentioned where like she does like the special spear thing like that's i think they'll keep on that yeah course. just probably low times will be a, a pain in the ass maybe oh my god that's gonna be the worst dude yeah but I, mean, I, I imagine it's gonna make your ps4 like fans like run like crazy though yeah because i imagine there's gonna be a lot of heat generated by this game i really didn't want this game coming out on the on the ps4 but I you understand why i i like don't like that they released this trailer so soon because it makes me think like damn this game's gonna be out in the next three months or whatever i don't i think that's too soon i think this is more like fall well i mean part of the reason i didn't want to see that is because i don't have a ps5 yet right so you do have a ps4 reason. though no and you can play it on the no, ps4 no i'm not doing that okay you're gonna do it i'm like, not making that second so you're like me with spider-man then uh-huh so you're like how i am with like spider-man resident Evil. like i want to play that on next gen like i'm not yes. doing yeah yeah okay that game i have to wait until next gen i'm gonna try to avoid all these spoilers for like maybe a year whatever right but i also like the idea that it's coming out soon because the sooner this game comes out the sooner it means they're gonna drop a third one and this third one might be at the end of this generation for the ps5 mm. so if i get two horizons in in one console generation super content about that i can see that happening because the first one came out four years ago right four years ago 17 yeah yep. and for sure the ps4 i mean ps5 has an, another four years in it at least so mm-hmm. i would be pretty sure we'll be we get like a third one soon like a uh, sucker punch we got two games from them in this generation the spider-man and the other spider-man no no oh, no it's Tom i'm sorry uh we got ghost and we got a um, oh come on uh, what's the name with delson with who i think his name's delson oh at the start uh second son infamous yeah 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 so, that was that was a launch title yeah they can definitely push out two and then games, we got two ghost. high quality games and in, in it's doable generation. it's certainly doable uh movie wait is there anything else you want to talk about that Cause i feel like there is and i just can't remember what it is at this moment I feel the same way. I feel like I'm missing something on on that. Oh, yeah. There is a point I wanted to make. So... If you guys can't tell, Johnny just put on his glasses as he said that. It's like, you know it's going to be good right now. No, it's because I got the <laughs> whiteboard across the room. I want to make a point. Puts on his glasses. Like, oh, shoot. We're in for a lecture. So I was trying to look back, and I might be wrong about this. Well, what games has Xbox put out as far as exclusives showing us the gameplay? Halo, next gen. Halo. That is not. Halo. That is not next gen. <laughs> did they do one for Eternal? I don't think they did, right? I mean, uh, uh, the medium. It's not exclusive. It's a timed exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, it's not the same thing. Okay. I mean, like strictly exclusive. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm trying to think. I'm like, right, I'm searching seen... my brain. I can't think of anything. We haven't seen any gameplay from Forza or the next Gears. No. The no. Halo was trash, right? Right so what what is there i think right now they're still running on the goodwill of the game pass thing that's going to carry them until at least halo okay so on the ps4 i mean on the ps5 exclusive games that have gameplay on the next gen so far we have demon souls right Mm -hmm. we have ratchet and clank Mm -hmm. we have returnal Mm -hmm. and now we have horizon yes I didn't even think about that. You're right. That's like four to nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. It really I'm still gonna give nothing. them Halo because it's technically is next. Wait, is it on Xbox One? No, but they ran that thing on the on the Xbox Series S, right? I I don't remember now. And it look Halo. Yeah, yeah. Halo looks like the top of the line game for a PS3. 
or for the Xbox 360, right? I don't know. I feel like it's a bit of an insult there. That's a little. That's the point. Somewhere between a PS3 and a PS4, I think. Out. Somewhere between the, like the PS. If it was a PS3 Pro, that's. Well, what if I... you say if you say like, if you say that, then it's like the shittiest game on the on the Xbox. What are those things called? The newest box? I forget the name of these trash boxes. Series XS. Whatever. The point is, <laughs> they have no gameplay. Yeah, you're right. For a next gen game. You're right. It's very one sided looking right now, right? If you're looking at, if you're looking to the console and saying like, like there was a tweet I saw from I think it was Brian Altano, mm-hmm. where he said like that this generation he was thinking that like the PlayStation, the PS5 was going to be where he played like everything, and then the Xbox Series X was going to be like for like exclusive games. Now he's finding it to be the opposite, where like he has an Xbox Series XS for like Game Pass and like general stuff, but like the PS5 is going to be his exclusives machine where mm-hmm. it's like, this is your general, like whatever multi-platform playing machine. And then here's your, like, this is like, you know, the top of the line. Like I, pl- I bought this system for this game kind of thing. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing right now. where like Xbox has like, uh, their market their What they're targeting is kind of just like here take it just take it always just like a game pass smorgasbord like i said before having playstation plus at least at least me showed me that i don't like the system of, of streaming and like i have a fucking a thousand games on this thing well there and was I get a chance to try them out well there was that tweet that i sent you remember where i was i was uh what's his name the guy from uh that marketing group uh-huh. i can't remember his name but he was talking about how uh over like the course of the pandemic, they've seen like when it comes to like PS, like PS now subscriptions have grown, uh-huh. and but what they're finding now is that more people prefer to just download the game directly rather yeah, than stream. I f- like we talked about it and we said I if it's a stream, I really don't even want to touch the game. Right. If it's down, da- if it has a download option, I'll try. I download it and I will try it because I, I want the best performance possible. Right? Exactly. You don't want to buffer and all that. Yeah, and then with the PlayStation now, there were there were a ton of games, and I felt like. I don't want to just be testing all these random ass games. It's nice, it's cool, but I'm actually gonna try. I don't really have time to play all these. I'm actually gonna games. try because I just got the notification on my PS5 about how there's like a they're giving me like a free trial, a seven day free trial for PlayStation Now. So I am gonna give it a try now, just because I'm curious to see like what's on there. Because you're talking about just like random games. I'm like, okay, is there? Any I think gyms? seven days is too short. I think you need a month. Because but if I'm month, jumping around just to see what's on there and how what plays like what and not trying to actually complete a game, I think it's enough time. If I'm trying to complete a game though, then seven days might be yeah, it might be short. But if it's just a sample, which I think is the purpose of the free trial, mm-hmm. just to sample what's on there, I think that's pretty decent. But anyways, we're going like way off topic now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Originally, I just thought you had something else to say about Horizon, but you kind of just went into your Xbox. No, yeah, yeah, that, that was the whole point of this thing, that the Xbox hasn't put out anything. Yeah, it definitely seems to be stacked in favor of, like... But I mean, that does that really surprise us, though? Because Sony's always been, like... Like, you're, we know why you're here. It's like, you know, like, when you... It's like when you go to, like, a party. Yeah, but... And you go, and you're like, like, where's the cake? Where's the, where's the, where's the buffet? Where's the buffet table? And it's like, okay, we know why you're here. There, have at it, right? That's kind of like Sony's approach where it's like, it's like we, like, like they look at you, you look at them, like, we know why you're here, okay? You're not here for the PS Now, you're not here for, like, the TV or, like, whatever the other multimedia, you're here for the games, you're here for the exclusives, like, mm-hmm. here it is, here, have at it, whereas Xbox is much more of a general kind of, like, let's throw this massive net and then just see what we get kind of approach, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Sony's definitely has a more stacked, uh, especially for the. Remember, essentially the other link too, where it was like comparing like the PS5 line that launch lineup to the mm-hmm. PS4 launch lineup, mm-hmm. and like the Metacritic scores and which games were available. Like PS5 is showing a very strong initial like first party initiative. It's only been six months, dude. November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Yeah, seven, seven months. Yeah, more or less seven months. Who knows what the entire generation has left to show us? So. I'm very excited about the future of uh, PlayStation. But let's move on to the next thing. Uh, Johnny, Far Cry 6. Oh, uh, yeah, dope trailer. As someone who has played, I've only played, let's see, Far Cry 3, 4, 5, and New Dawn. Of those, I've only completed 5 and New Dawn. Um, Far Cry 6 looks like more of the same, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of game where you can kind of just mindlessly play and not think too hard about the implications of what you're doing or, like, what's going on with the story. The story is there, obviously, to kind of guide you through, like, you know, from sequence to sequence and to have some kind of overarching uh, narrative so it's not just, like, random, like, like just cause is much more, like, randomness. Yep. Uh... I saw some people complaining about how Ubisoft doesn't seem to take a stance in terms of like saying like this isn't a political game. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the entire like it's kind of funny like obviously it it's it has a political conflict at the heart of it right it's like yeah. a, a revolution I guess like a fascist dictatorship kind of thing. And we know why Ubisoft won't take a stance because you don't want to if you make a stance then you have to like declare like your views or what the message is and then that's isolating to some and it's like as a company. You're, do, you're doing a bad job as a company if you're isolating people from your product, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't want to do that. So I just want to touch upon that because that's like the kind of the gamer discourse right now going on surrounding Far Cry is like, it's like, really? They went with, like, they're not going to say it's political, but like, we know it is. They're not going to say it. Let's just move on. It is what it is, as my, as my uncle says. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. That said, the game looks really funny. It looks really fun. Uh, that cute little dog with the wheels that alligator that has a shirt for some it's reason it's called a uh, chorizo chorizo all right which uh, some people were kind of like really you're gonna give it like some kind of like like name like that but like i had a pet turtle johnny do you remember my pet turtle i do do you remember her name patty that's right why do you think i called her patty i don't know because she reminded me of a hamburger patty i could guess that the shells were kind of like the buns yeah so naming pets or comp- or whatever after food it's not that weird. Even if it's in Spanish, even if it's chorizo, like it's not that weird. It's just it's just a thing. There was, I liked how they showed how the all the weapons that you use are improvised, kind of just using whatever you have. How we had that um that gun that shoots discs. CDs, yeah. CDs. It's very similar to in it's new It's ridiculous, but it looks fun. It looks it's fun cuz in Far Cry 5 you have a similar thing, but instead it shoots like saw blades, like circular saw blades. Mhm. So it's not that far removed away from like that concept mm-hmm. of shooting like disc or it's like you're you're basically working with what you got right that's what you have yeah I think they have one where they took a like a motorcycle engine apart and they made that into a gun yeah they used the motorcycle engine as like kind of like the I think the action for like the the gun in terms of like how it fires with the cylinders or something like that that's mm-hmm. what it looked like from the trailer at least uh, it looks like you have you can choose between a female and a male protagonist mm-hmm. which. Um, is kind of like i think a first maybe i think maybe new dawn might have done that also i don't remember i okay you know it's not the first because far cry 5 did that too i think 
But that's cool because there's people who always like you know there's a lot of people who are like we don't have enough like you know representation in games like here like you have like a uh a f- woman a person of color that you could play as or as a guy person of color um so ubisoft has in the past they've taken heat for stuff like that where it's like do you remember there was that infamous story about how they couldn't program a female assassin because it was like too hard to do in one of the assassin's creed games this was like easily like seven plus years ago okay i think it was for the the first assassin's creed that came out on ps4 like this was well, like, I, that's interesting what, what's this programming Issue, but. supposedly there was an issue because like then like the the i guess the frame of the character or like the mechanics of how they climb mm-hmm. they would have to change like the body build and that would affect how you climb and like fight and stuff okay and so people were mad at ubisoft for, like why isn't there like a female option and, which makes sense because in during the french revolution women assassins were a huge thing that was like women were known to be employed as like hitmen basically during the French Revolution. That's that's the one that takes place during the French Revolution, Unity. But now it seems like Ubisoft has kind of taken the, a lesson from like the earlier, like the last few games they've done have had like plenty of like player creator options. Like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you can play as male Eivor or female Eivor. Like the name's the same. Yeah, It's just a boy and a girl. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey lets you play as a brother or a sister. They're like, Whoever you don't choose ends up being like the antagonist of the game later on. So just stuff like that. It seems like Ubisoft's kind of gotten in their like. I get this. They're trying to cover their like, all their tracks. I get this, but what annoys me about that that crowd, that cancel culture crowd or whatever, mm-hmm. is if all these games featured nothing but women, they wouldn't be complaining about hey, there isn't male representation in here. I think it would eventually get to that point though. I think. You think so? I think it would be like okay, okay, now there's like too much or like there's or, not. A... Or there's people that don't know shit about fucking games and they just want to come in here with their politics and say games should be like this right and they'll say hey there's not enough female representation but there's fucking females all over video games dude with fucking princess peach and female shepherd and i don't play as samus and then princess peach is like the stereotypical like damsel no yeah she is for sure but okay, whatever. Do you, Take do you, her aside. Female Shep is actually, I think, what I heard the more popular of the two Sheps. I played as Femme Shep. Yeah. I fucking Jennifer Hill. Shep. Yeah. Great voice actor. And some of my favorite characters that are NPCs, I also fucking love, like uh, Kasumi from Mass Effect, right? Like, there's plenty of. Is she the one, like, you can't see, like, her whole face because there's, like, a hood? Yeah, she's, okay. like, an assassin. Okay. Sort of. Uh, Who's the one I'm thinking of who, like, has, like, armor that she can't remove or she won't breathe? Um. Like they're, she's like part of a group that like they only live on ships. You remember what I'm talking about? Oh man, I forgot. Her she name. has like a strange name. She was not a character I really liked. I actually liked her when she I played like, Mass Effect Two. She was like always on my party. She was okay, but she wasn't my favorite character compared to the other ones. Like she couldn't survive without her suit or something, right? Yeah. And then we got the perfect female, uh, Miranda. I mean, think about fucking Mass Effect. Like before anybody was complaining about this, we had so many females in this game. Uh, so we had Liara, Liara Telzoni, we had Kasumi, we had, what's her name that you just said? Miranda. Oh yeah, Miranda. Oh, my favorite one. Uh, what's her name? The bald one with the weird powers. Jack. Jack's. Jack? Jack. Yeah, Jack, Jack. She's crazy. I love her. Um, but yeah, uh, this is annoying when people I didn't even realize, yeah, you're right, like Mass Effect 2 has like a huge like female roster until just right now, you're right. Yeah, and then Resident Evil, dude, we got Claire, Jill, uh, Sheva. Uh, Sheva, we got, we have the agent, right? That Asian girl. Uh, Rebecca. Rebecca, yep. Asian girl. Uh, Yeah, the uh, secret agent. Oh, Ada. Yeah, Ada. <sighs> so what's her name? The one from Six? She's like the president's like bodyguard. I forget her name. 
From six. Yeah, Arizona six. She's like the president's bodyguard. I forget her name. It's like Allison or Al. I forget what it was. Something like that. Then you play as Barry's daughter in Revelations mm-hmm. too. Then we got Aloy in Horizon. Mm-hmm. Did you see that discourse about about how Aloy looks like fat now for some reason? Yeah, I heard that. All it that was... seems weird. It... I don't think she does. Do you sort think? Of, no, she does look a little bit chunkier, right? Is it like a but it's is not it like enough... a lighting thing or a camera? No, thing? they said it was a something about the lens. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they're using a different lens, so there's a little like, bit like of they're, like they're, like they're actually filming like a real movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call her fat. I mean, if she gained a little bit of weight, whatever. Cool. She's, uh, she's got some. She got some cheeks. I want to pinch. Let's just say that. Yeah. No. Well, the comparisons with the images, it clearly looks like she gained weight. But it's not like... I would be too if like, hey, there hasn't been any like threats in a while. <laughs> she doesn't look like... Not fat. No, she just, doesn't look fat. Just uh, feel... Well, well... No, it just looks like she had her camera pointing upward, right? Oh, the unflattering like, angles? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got what you mean. Uh, okay, I don't know why we went back to Horizon, but back to Far Cry. Well, uh, we're talking about females in games. Oh, that's right. We first... Okay, because I was talking about like the player customization. Johnny, you... would it be fair to say you've never played a Far Cry game before? I think it's a fair statement, right? Yes. Does this one excite you or interest you in any way? Other than the fact that it's because it's in the first, first time person. Far Cry started catching my attention was uh, the latest one with the uh, with the religious thing and that was five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's when it started catching my attention. This one catches my attention because of the the cars and the guns, mm-hmm. but it's first person. It's always that. You need to get over that. Issue. You need to get over that hurdle. Because guess what? It's not a lot work. of games are first person. I've been trying for years to get over this shit, but I can't. Dude. I tell you, if you have to, you can just adjust the sensitivity. Like your turning radius oh, or whatever. That's no turning speed. No, it's, it's no fun. I, I've tried adjusting sensitivity. The What is it? The the point of view? Mm-hmm. But it has a different name, right? Um, are you talking about like how much of you see? Like the, yeah, yeah. Like the, I forget what it's called. Uh, it's not the HUD. Field of view. Field of view. Yeah, yeah. The FOV, yeah. So I've tried adjusting that. Does having a wider field of view help you or no? There's better, like, well, it's hard to aim when. when well, it's there's more wide. going on, right? There's more going Yeah, yeah, there's more going it's on. It's more going on. You get to see anything, but when you aim down those sights. Uh, there's less of you to know what you're looking at, right? Yeah, and then when I it does that, it, like, really zooms in. So it, it has that effect it's of, like, like, jarring. Yeah, yeah. I got you. So you're not. So, so all the stuff you saw is not going to be enough to get you over that hump that first person hump then right no i would definitely play the game if you could i yeah yeah okay that's what i want to know all right perfect thank you johnny all right so we kind of got through our stories for the day uh we got the battle switch we talked about horizon we talked about perfect was there anything johnny what have you been playing lately have you been playing anything lately i've been i'm still on my break <sighs> we are you playing the same break. games I'm about to complete. I'm about to be done forever with Resident Evil Village. I only have one more trophy to go, and then I'm like uninstalling the game. Okay. I only have to I have to do the. It's an annoying thing. I already did like the knife only run. That was actually kind of fun. Okay. Hard as hell, but it was fun. Right now, I have to do this thing where like remember the mercenaries mode from Resident Evil Four. Yes. Where you had to go in and like get to keep the combo going and like not mm-hmm. run out of time. So you have to get like S rank on all of the stages. In mercenaries to get like the last trophy and i've done half of them i got like ss like double like i got higher than with the minimum but like these last four stages are harder versions of the first four stages okay and it's i just can't it's hard it's hard as hell it's 
And it's pissing me off because this is literally the last thing I need to get the platinum. And it's like, am I going to just give up and walk away when I'm like at 97% like it shows on the bar there? Or am I just going to have to get good and just power my way through it so I can finally get that trophy and just move on? So what is it hard? Is it the pacing or are you missing? The enemies are harder. Like they kill you in two hits in that mode in like the later stages. Mm -hmm. And the they're like tankier. And because in Mercenaries, you can't bring in stuff you have like from the main game. You get, you get like a handgun and then like in between rounds, you can like buy better stuff. Mm-hmm. But like not being able to go in with like your stuff or your equipment that you like you're used to using really sucks because it gives you like a really crappy pistol in the beginning. Yep. So you're almost like forced to like improvising, like come up with your own strategy to like get the most kills without like losing the the combo going, and still get to like the end and like you know get all the time extensions and all that stuff. So it's it's tricky. It's it's stressful, but like I don't want. I came so far. I don't want to give up. I want to get this last trophy and then be done with the game forever. Mm-hmm. By the way, I I do love Resident Evil Village. I just don't like the mercenaries mode, but the actual game itself, the main the meat of the game is so good, so good. So, if you haven't played it, haven't bought it, I recommend it. Other than that, I was playing. I've been playing Warzone with a couple of friends of mine. Uh, just a match here and there, just because that's my. Just like how you have Fortnite, I have Warzone. That's like my get in, have some fun with friends, and then get out kind of game. So, uh, other than those two. I didn't play Final Fantasy fourteen this week. I yeah, I I'm trying to mop up Resident Evil eight and then I'm gonna move on to going I'm gonna give Returnal another chance. I think that's it until until Scarlet Nexus. That's like the next game I'm gonna mm, get. That looks dope. Until that comes out, like I'm pr- I'm not getting anything else really, so I'm I'm so tempted to get Mass Effect Legendary Edition, but it's like three full RPGs back to back seems daunting dude. Yeah, it sounds tedious. <laughs> Like, I've been seeing on Twitter, people have been like, oh, okay, I just, like, platinum the first one. Oh, I just platinum the second one. And I'm just like, I know that, I know the second one for sure must have taken a lot of time. I mean. I know the first, I don't know about the first one, but I know the second one takes, like, hours and hours to pull I off. don't know why you would want to platinum, man. I would just run through the main, through the main game, but I would do all the DLCs that I never got to do. Well, that too. But I, I, I think the DLC, I think the DLCs count towards a platinum so it's like you must i know you must have put a lot of work into the game but i don't know for sure so uh those are those are the main things i've been playing just just that really i mean i mean kind of i mean we're i'm almost done with uh we're, we're about to break for summer vacation because school's almost school year's almost over i have like one more week mm-hmm. and then i'll probably look for i have enough money saved up where i can just like coast through and i'm like i'll be fine till like school starts again I, i'm thinking i might look for something to do on the side but I'm probably gonna have I'm gonna have a lot of time now to to game for the summer. So, and the and now that and now that the gyms and stuff are opening back, I'll you know, venues and stuff in California is opening up. I'll be ready to uh, go back to somewhat normal life, somewhat normal. So, anyways, Johnny, are you ready for our last and final segment of the day? What are you talking about the pitch? talking about the pitch why don't we do like some quick fire predictions oh oh you know i forgot about that you're right my bad we were gonna talk we're, about that we're gonna have a, a chance to do predictions for next week and i still want the uh listeners uh, to send us any bit yeah they... yeah if you guys have predictions for e3 or not even just for e3 proper but for the whole season of announcements uh because e3 is only like three days but like summer's game fest indie expo all that stuff if you have any ideas of what or you have any yeah, any desires of any what you want. Any predictions or what you just want to see, like what your favorite games are that you want to see a remake or a whole reboot. Let us know. Yeah. Send them. 
to the DualSense so, podcast at yahoo.com. Again, that is a DualSense podcast at yahoo.com, all one word. Yes, Brian, it's a boomer email address. I don't care. So let's do like quick fire predictions, and if you find something interesting, let's just talk about it. Okay. Let's do, our, let's do our predictions, and then we'll have our one. Did you write down your – you probably have more than one, but I wrote down one like no way it's going to happen, but this would be awesome dream prediction. All right, so – Go, go, give me yours. I believe... You have a shorter list than I do. I yeah, I have four things. With the success of RE8, how I just talked about it, I feel like Capcom will have like a DLC announcement during this summer. I feel like there's still a lot of fire left in there. I want more RE8. Like, I love this game. It's re- it's an awesome game. Really? I want more RE8. Story-wise, though? Story, gameplay, I love the game. So I want more... R- Honestly, so far, it's my game of the year so far. Not like I played a lot this year, but like it's it's wedged in there. At least until the next Final Fantasy <laughs> DLC update comes out, then it might change. But uh I want DLC. I'm hoping they'll announce it. I feel like I feel like Capcom didn't realize how much of a hit this game was gonna be. And I say that in terms well, of like the last time the seventies did pretty good sales. So. Right, but I'm saying I don't think they knew going into this game like how much like the game was gonna be memed by like gamers in general, like the culture, like like yeah, Lady, Lady D. Yeah, yeah. And, like, a lot of people are talking about, like, the Duke, which is, like, the, the big heavy merchant. Like, that mm-hmm. guy is, like, he's, like, one of them. he's, like, one of my most beloved characters in the game. And like, other people have said, like, like the Duke is awesome. Because, like, you can't really tell. Many spoilers. He has, like, more of a connection to the story than just being the merchant. I've heard of that. There's a lot of theories on that guy. Yeah. There's more to him than just being the merchant in the game. Like, there's, like, stuff that's, like, huh. Like, how did you know that? Or, like, oh, like, you did that. Anyways, no spoilers. I feel like we're going to get some kind of a... Uh, either dlc announced for like the coming year or they're going to mention like there's like a spin-off something related to re8 i feel is, is perfect for capcom to capitalize on now okay so do you think that dlc should lead with this character or somebody else <laughs> a game where you play as the duke would be hilarious <laughs> that's dope that's badass. <laughs> that would be funny that would be funny as hell because i can just imagine like moving around <laughs> Just he's barefoot all, so just eat all the werewolves you just just roll around i don't know uh i were you talking about ethan is that what you're talking about yeah ethan's kind of lame so well, no but you're saying if you wanted more dlc with this character we're talking about ethan yeah okay Do you yeah want to continue as ethan that would be interesting uh yeah i would like that or like something leading uh, like maybe as chris like it's some more chris time it would be great like things from his point of view anyways that's one of my predictions uh did you want to go back and forth or you want me to just go through my list no let's go through your list because you're short uh i i will i'm hoping we get a horizon release date i feel mm-hmm. like sony like we got the you know we talked about how we got all like the gameplay reveal and all that stuff out of the way uh i don't think the summer will pass without horizon being mentioned again and i feel oh, definitely, yeah. and i feel like by the next time it's mentioned we'll get the release date finally mm-hmm. uh next thing is this one's an easy one. It's kind of cheating, but obviously the Switch model. Except my theory is that we will hear about it before June 12th. I don't think so. I think we will learn more about it before E3 actually officially starts, which is June 12th. And I only have a few days for that to happen, so we'll see. I was going to say it's going to be announced, but that's too easy because obviously it's going to be. Yep. Uh, next one is, I think, and I'm hoping for, the, with the release of the DLC for Final Fantasy VII that Square Enix announces or, or shows us something about the part two of remake. Now we've heard the rumor that they're making there's a Final Fantasy Souls like game being in development. That's something I'd be interested in. But I feel like 
enough of that has already been confirmed through unofficial channels it's like it's too safe of a bet to like say my prediction because like obviously it's gonna happen yeah. i feel like it's like 98 percent gonna happen mm-hmm. so if i say oh i believe this is gonna happen that's that's kind of a cop-out i feel like that's gonna blow my mind a, a combination of those two styles supposedly it's with that gameplay that i am interested in yeah. with the style of final fantasy the, the sounds dope yeah the not the culture the that universe right mm-hmm. i think i heard one of the theories is that the idea is that the game is going to be centered on the very first final fantasy final fantasy one okay which is a game that does not have that much backstory or like we don't know a lot about because it was on it came out on the old nintendo the nes mm-hmm. so they weren't like really deep into like story creation and stuff like that but like uh, supposedly someone who has seen like what it looks like that the character is like the warrior of light which is like the person you play as in the first game so uh, I would rather them just make a new one, like a new, just start from scratch. Yeah, completely new. Yeah. New game, new universe. But if that's true, that'd be cool because Final Fantasy One doesn't get as much love as it deserves. Uh, and then my wild, crazy ass, not gonna happen. But like, I would be very happy and thrilled, and nothing else would matter if this happened. Announcement would be if Sony uh, announced Ape Escape Four. That would be because like, Ape, Esca- like, Ape Escape Four running on PS Five. I know that would just be like bonkers, like, like amazing, real looking fur. And yes, foliage like exactly, type of exactly. That's wild, if they made an Ape Escape with like with the decimal engine, like yeah, that would be so dope, yeah. huh? It's a funny game. Too, it's quirky, yeah, yeah. It's quirky. It's kind of goofy, but like if you can imagine like decimal, like the Ape Escape Four on decimal engine, and like looking like the exactly how we saw Horizon, it would probably look like Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, that's a safe bet. Yeah. But I don't know. I forget what engine Ratchet and Clank goes on, so I didn't mention that one. But um, that would be amazing. I would love that. That would be like, that's a day one purchase right there for me. So, anyways, those are mine. Johnny, you don't those? have another one for uh, your won't crazy happen. like unbelievable yeah, announcement. Yeah. Uh, probably like a Kingdom Hearts four. That's not gonna happen though. Not this year. Definitely not this year. Okay. All right. So what I have is some obvious ones and. Yeah, all right, let's just go. W Games, uh, WB Games for Batman. There's going to be something new on Batman, right? Are you talking about besides uh, the Gotham Knights stuff? Well, there's a Gotham Knights, maybe. The Suicide Squad one. Yeah, the Suicide Squad content. I don't know. I don't think there's going to be like a game focused specifically on Batman unless the Suicide Squad turns into that somehow. Um, there's going to be a Halo update, maybe a Perfect Dark <laughs> update um final fantasy when we say updates you just mean like just casually mentioned or like here like let's look at the screen now kind of thing for halo for halo or perfect Perfect dark Dark? i think they would they actually like transition to something or is it just gonna be like oh by the way they they can't drop another cinematic so there's gotta be some (laughs) gameplay right (laughs) okay so not just gameplay for halo okay um perfect dark i really don't think here's craig now (laughs) oh yeah perfect dark what Perfect Dark, I don't think they're going to roll that out. It's too far in the future. Okay. And they're not going to show gameplay for that yet. Uh, Final Fantasy, another good rumor I've heard is Final Fantasy Cards. No? You didn't hear that. That's not a real thing. All right. Why would you say that's a rumor? I've never heard Would you be down for that? There is. There was a Final Fantasy-themed racing card game, though, on PS1. It's called uh, Chocobo Racing. I've never seen that. Well, Should it was a PS1 game. It wasn't that popular. It was small. But it, that does exist. So we're gonna. What are you expecting out of Bethesda? <gasps> I forgot about Bethesda. Oh, okay. Under my dream announcements, New Vegas, uh, Fallout New Vegas two. 
Because okay. now, now that the stage is set perfectly, because Bethesda licensed out its Fallout uh, franchise to Obsidian, which is a, was a different studio, and they made like by far the best one in my opinion, uh, New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Now Microsoft owns Bethesda, and they also own Obsidian. Yep. So it's kind of like that. Have you seen that meme with the guy next to him? Was like, oh, like this is your first time too, kind of thing. Like that's kind of like they're in that situation where like they can officially work together. Like everything's lined up. Oh, uh, okay. So if they could somehow, if Bethesda like says like, oh, like we're working with an old partner and like we're making a new game, but they're they're, they're the ones handling the story or whatever, like the the mechanics, and it's like a rival to be Obsidian, like like that would be like the dream team right there. That's like that's like getting like Sylvester Stallone and like Dolph Lundgren, who uh, Ivan Drago, like but what is back one, in the same arena. What does one studio have that the other doesn't? Bethesda owns the IP. Obsidian is very good at coming up with RPG mechanics right. and, and compelling. I figured uh, you would say that. And that's, compelling storytelling. That's cool. All right, so we got... Um... It's like if you got Bioware to... Did Bioware also make Andromeda, or is that a different studio? Yeah, they made it. Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, because um, Andromeda does not feel like the previous games. That's why I was thinking it must have been like a different studio. They must well, it's have... a different engine. Was it a different team? They, also, uh, no? you know, it's because I think the main Bioware team is that the Edmonton one. Is that the Canadian one? Right? I don't know about the. Teams, and there's like a, there's a Texas but... one. I know there's a Texas one, and there's like a Canadian one, and one of those two is like the one responsible, like the main lead studio. Yeah. Also, uh, Casey Hudson removed himself from Andromeda. I think at that time. Is he during development? He well, he was ahead of the but... development for the game. Oh, just development? Not story or like... He was well, just... I don't know who exactly does what, but he was okay. at the head of, of driving the game forward. Well, was the complaint of Andromeda is it that it doesn't make sense or that the gameplay sucks? From what I've seen in Andromeda, the story looks okay, but I mean, there's... Is it the Characters mechanics? I don't like. Okay. Mechanics, for the most part, are there, but they started using the, the Frostbite engine, which lends itself better to first-person games. Yeah, that's, so making for, a third party that's game what was, Battlefield is on. Yeah, so making a third-person uh, game was difficult on that engine. Okay, so uh, yeah, because remember those, like, it, when they first came out, like the anim- facial animations were all wonky and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, okay. Uh, I don't think that had to do with the engine. I think they just went with the first iteration of facial animations, and then after that, when they tried to get back to it, they, ju- they were just out of time. And then when they fixed it, didn't it look like even weir- worse in a way? I don't remember the face. Supposedly they patched it and just made like the lips really big and the eyes all big. And oh, like, I, I don't recall that. Yeah. Like it fixed it to a certain degree, but it's like when you fix one thing, you break two other things kind of thing. I missed that. Um, Anyways, but, what else you got, Johnny, for Bethesda? Or was that just yours? Um, Bethesda? I don't really play their games. So, I mean, a lot of the games... You don't make, care for a first-person game. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of their games are first-person uh, it'd be cool. It'd be too soon for a hey, uh, Doom. They, to be Doom fair, awesome the Fallout bad. games do have a third-person view. There's a third-person option. It's just it just it looks doesn't clunky. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not as tight of an experience as a first-person, but it's there. It's there. There's what Skyrim, right? Skyrim's also in third-person. Again, wonky. Yeah, screw that. But that's, it's there. That's why when they bought it, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Whatever, you can have it. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, spend your money on trash. <laughs> I'm not saying Bethesda's trash. I'm, it's just not the type of game. No, you're just joking. Okay, uh, so Smash Brothers reveals for the two for the characters. Oh, I completely forgot about that. For sure, we're getting at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Who could it be? Hopefully, it's Crash. I think Crash makes the most sense, but so does Waluigi, and like they haven't gone that way either. So, 
Uh, for a final character, I don't think Waluigi will do it. Do you think the last two characters will be revealed at the same time, or then just do one and then like another one in the future? Because that'd be pretty cool if they just got both of them out, like if they were connected to each other in some way, like from the same franchise or the same something. That'd be dope. Yeah, I don't know who that could be though. That that are like in similar games or whatever, some type of crossover where they. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they haven't used like a Fortnite skin as a character in Smash, like the. Like that regular blonde guy or like the what's the what's that pink bear called pink bear is a captain something something captain cuddle fuzzy something you know what i'm talking about there's like a pink bear character in fortnite oh yeah that would make sense yeah because that's kind of like i associate that character with fortnite yeah. or like that banana peel the giant banana yeah and with fortnite's base that would send a lot of people that way and it's just like a pickaxe like moves and stuff and like shooting and i don't know uh, that's a bad idea. Okay, we also got uh, I highly doubt it, but Metroid Prime Four probably. I, I it's been in development for a longest time. I heard um, I think it's Fair Axis. I forget who makes this game, but I think I heard for Fair Axis, and I think they make XCOM. So when yes. XCOM Three, yeah, they do. I would fucking love that shit. They I, also make the Civilization games, which I personally I love. lose my mind for that. Um, Uncharted. Wait, well, there's not already an XCOM Three. No, that's just come to the latest one. But didn't they do like another one after that one? Uh, What's it called? Enemy Unknown. I the think. one with the cover where it's like a bunch of skulls make up one giant. That's two. Okay, which one's the cover for the other one? Thinking of where it's like a different face. Right. Well, there's a a face of an alien. Yeah. And his the alien face is a bunch of little skulls. Yeah. Is that two or that's, Enemy Unknown? That's gotta be two. Okay. Yeah. So whatever, a new XCOM. An official. Okay. I want that. Uncharted reboot. No. I mean, we know it's going to happen, but I don't... Okay. That's probably... I I could see that likely happening. Just in time for the new generation, I could see that happening. Battlefield 6? I think that's like a... I think that's like a all but confirmed kind of thing. Like, that's for sure happening over... Because EA Play is going to be in July, so you know EA's like... That's going to be like their flagship thing, I think. Either that or Star Wars, but anyways, go ahead. Grand Turismo update. More gameplay from Gran Turismo. I forgot Gran Turismo's in development. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I don't think so. Too soon? Rockstar usually doesn't do like the whole event stuff anyways. They always do everything on their own. So I think Rockstar, if they decide to, it won't be E3. I, they might announce something over the summer. Uh, We've heard a lot about these rumors right here. And it seems like they're working on two different things for Silent Hill. Hmm... I just feel like maybe not in this E3. Johnny, do we get the announcement that Cyberpunk is coming back to PlayStation? On PS5. Only on PS5? Yeah. But do you think it's likely to happen during this period? Uh, sure. Sony's going to be like, hey, after, after 100 plus days, it's back. It's not going to get any hotter, so they got to push it now. <laughs> well, remember they said the thing how they plan to like repackage and resell that same game for like the near future. So, You know what? I don't really like that company after that. CD Projekt Red has lost a lot of uh, yeah. lost a lot of cachet with you. Yeah, I was super hyped about that game, but most of it was just advertising. Game. We'll see. Did we'll not see. seem to deliver, at least on console. What's the next, Tony? Uh, the next is this is never gonna happen, but these are some of my personal ones that I want to see announced. Let's hear. Them. And absolutely not gonna be announced during this E3. Let's hear them anyways. The obvious one, Metal Gear. So a Metal Gear remake for Shadow Moses 
part one on Metal Gear Solid. Wait, or, you want a remake of, Sol- of Solid? I want a remake of Solid or the original re- a reboot for uh, for the original. That's what I prefer, yeah, the NES one. Yeah, either one of those I'm cool, but I just don't trust uh, Konami to make a good Metal Gear. Ideally... So it would be easier for them to just make a remake of Solid. Ideally, I would want Konami to like license this, license this out to somebody else to do. Yeah. I, I mean, just don't have the same confidence in them anymore. I mean, I don't think they're gonna sell their those IP. Right? No, but they have they. It's like, it's like imagine Johnny if I own a bunch of chairs and tables in my backyard. I'm not using them, but if I can make side money by loaning them out to people or renting them out to people, like why would I not do that? Because it's Konami. <laughs> okay, okay, but that makes the most sense. Everybody thinks that. You know? Yeah. Rent them, not rent them out. License them out. License out. Castlevania. You got Silent Hill. You got uh, Metal Gear. You got. Uh, I think like the biggest thing that makes money for them is Yu-Gi-Oh, like the actual cards. Okay. So they have all this dormant IP just sitting around. Just license it out. Give give the people what they want. It's like when you your ball lands in somebody in a neighbor's yard, and like all the neighborhood kids like, can you give us our ball back? And you're like, no. So I mean, the idea is how would this happen? You know, uh, they license it out to Sony. And then Sony finances it, and then Kojima makes it. But I don't really want that. I don't know what. I want Kojima. Else. I want Kojima to rest, or to be able to make what he wants. With yeah, his, I, I want mean, Kojima to make his original IP. Yeah, but I don't know who to trust with uh, Metal Gear. I would give it to Guerrilla Games. Yes, I was gonna say that, but then I was like, oh, but then they wouldn't be able to work on Horizon then. At the same time, would they? Well, they could put out multiple games. Just like I feel, yeah, game. I feel like they got stealth and like shooting mechanics are down well enough that they could do that for Metal Gear. Yeah, and uh, second option would be give it to Ubisoft. That would be my second option. Yeah, um, Ubisoft. I don't know about that. I don't think the games are that polished. You don't want first person Metal Gear Solid? No, no, no. <laughs> but I, agree, I agree. Gorilla Games would be perfect for that. I think also. Uh, very unlikely, but if they can give it to uh, Valve, mm-hmm. but then it might be stuck only on PC. Then in that case, but I feel Valve would do a great job with it too. Okay, and um, my other games I really want to see is a new Dead Space. Well, we're not getting a new Dead Space, but we're getting we are getting a Dead Space spiritual successor. Remember? Which one was that? Uh, was it called? It was something project something. It was like a name of a planet. Oh yeah, that trailer looks badass. That is that's as far that's as close as you're gonna get to Dead Space again. Yeah, but I want that game and Dead Space. Okay, well you're not gonna get both. Okay. EA's not gonna play ball like that way, Brian. Uh, Johnny. And a huge game I want from Capcom is Dino Crisis. Four, right? Nah, just make a reboot. Oh, okay. Reboot, but I I really like that character, the original character. The redhead chick. Yeah. I don't remember her name. And that's it. That's all I got. All right, those sound good. Uh, all right, so we got that out of our systems now. Again, a reminder, if you have your own theories or predictions of what you want, let us know and send them in to DuoSensePodcast at Yahoo.com. One last idea Johnny I just had right now. If Ubisoft had got the license to Metal Gear Solid, you know what we could finally get? get? Mm-hmm. Splinter Cell versus Metal Gear Solid game. How's this? How? That would be dope. You have what do you mean versus? You would have Sam Fisher against Solid Snake. No, but they're they're homies. Are they homies? I don't know. They, what if what if that's what happens by the end of the well, game? Well, Sam Fisher admires uh, Solid Snake. 
That's right. There's that one scene, right, where he talks yeah. about, like, how I was like, like, oh, is there anybody else still left in this game? He's like, oh, there's some other guy. But I think he, like, retired or yep. something. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So, I mean. But that would be dope, right? If you had, like, like for story purposes, where, like, you could go through the game as Sam Fisher or through the game as Solid Snake. And then by the end, like, they're, like, friends or whatever. I want to make it work, but those are, like, entirely different dates. Timeline. Yeah. You would have to heavily retcon something. Yeah. I mean, what, what year is Sam Fisher? What are, what year? Yeah, is it? I don't know. Two thousands, nineties. I think so. I think that keeps up with like the whatever the current date is. I mean, it could be. It it doesn't have to be Sam Fisher, but, but just imagine like a stealth versus stealth. Kind of like you know, remember how like, Last of Us Two, where you're playing as Abby against uh, Ellie, and you're literally using the same techniques as Ellie, like the distractions and like the takedowns and the like the stealth moves. Like just have Sam Fisher and like Solid Snake in a warehouse and just see like who who comes out on top. As the DLC. I think it'll... Okay, that was, that was just an idea I just had right now, anyways. All right, Johnny, let's go ahead and start th- our next segment, The Pitch. All right, we got to update this thing, dude. For those of you who are not familiar with The Pitch by now, The Pitch is a segment where Johnny and I have two canisters. We randomly pick a paper from each canister. Uh, each canister is either theme or genre, and we combine the two pieces of paper to come up with a pitch for a video game. So, like, last week, Johnny... Was last week the one where we combined? It was Asia and Puzzle? Or was that the week before? No. Last week was the pirate one combined with RTS. Oh, that's right. So let's see what we got this time. I got Battle Royale. No, what, what is it? We've already done it. Okay, just tell me just for fun. Africa. Nah, it doesn't sound, sound ambitious enough. Unless you're playing as animals. What did you get? Battle Royale. Oh, shit. I think the last time we did this was when I did the Western one. Whoa, this is kind of wild. What is it? I don't know if this is going to work at all. I might have to pick another one. Okay, let's just hear it. Haunted Mansion. I feel conflicted. Right? Because it sounds like an awesome premise, and at the same time, it's like I'm tr- the, the logistics... Would be tr- tricky. Okay, I got a perfect one. No, yeah, that could work. What if it's like, what if it's you? You go in as a group and you get like picked off one by one by like some mysterious kind of like a hundred people, a <laughs> hundred people going to a mansion, and then they just like, now that you're all in here, I just hear like a voice. Now that you're all in here, only one of you is gonna be able to make it out. I think we need like it's run. like it's like Saw. Imagine like Saw. The premise is like Saw, kind of where it's like. Like, do you have what it, like, everybody wants to be friendly at first. Like, no, we're going to work together and get out of this. But what if, what if there could only be one survivor? Okay, well. And, like, there's, like, a bunch of rooms in this mansion, and you're just, like, placed in them. And you, this could work. It has potential, I think. Well, there's this other one. Okay, I let got, me hear the other one. Well, you got to decide. And I'll decide. I'll decide after. You got to decide. No, you got to decide to keep this one or go with this one. I'm inclined to keep the one right now that we have. Steampunk. That would be harder to do. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Well, let's take... I think this was tougher. Let's go with it. So, so Haunted Mansion, Open World. What if it's kind of like another premise where it's like, hey, you got this mysterious invitation to this mansion, and if you can survive the night, you get, like, whatever prize money or whatever. Should we pull the modifier? We don't have to use it. I don't think... I think we have enough material here to work with. Okay. Right, you go you, into this have? mansion, or, like, you go to, like, this, like, pre-designated, like, pickup point, right? Okay. And then, like, you have the option where, like, 
because most battle royales let you pick where you start, right? No, it's a drop off. Right, but you pick where you drop off usually. Uh, yeah, yeah. You like from a plane or a bus, a yeah, battle bus, yeah. whatever, right? I feel like you could have like an option of like, okay, which which room do you want to start off in? So you want to do rooms, open world, like? Because if it's if it's a battle royale setting in a haunted mansion, this has to be a really really big haunted mansion, okay? But to incorporate the haunted aspect of the of like the setting, yeah, like the threats aren't just the other players. Like what it could be like uh, zombies, ghosts, other random scary stuff that can happen to you. If you're not like if you're only looking out for like against other players, you might not be paying attention. Because Fallout, there's Fallout seventy six has a battle royale mode, where you have to watch against other players. But on the fringes of the map, there are like NPC enemies. Oh, Fortnite has that too, right? Now it has like those shoot those guys like that, that randomly shoot you the NPCs. Yeah. Yep. I feel like you could still implement that where like. Oh shoot! Like in a few seconds, they're gonna deploy like a vampire, or oh shoot, a few seconds they're gonna deploy like a poltergeist or something. And so it's like one eye on the other enemy players, another eye on the NPC enemies, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I think you're gonna need a ton of objectives, right? Like go get besides just surviving. Yeah, I don't think okay. so. You have your NPCs, and then you have your other actual characters. Mm-hmm. They're in there in the mix with you, but you need a ton of objectives. In between okay. all that. Warzone so. does that too, where like you pick up a like get to this other location or kill this other like enemy and then you get like money you can use to spend on like upgrades or like weapons. Those yeah, are yeah. the objectives in the game. Sort of like that, but also yeah, also like Call of Duty where it's like you gotta collect this amount of funds or whatever, or you got you got okay, let's say you're in the mansion and there's a locked door. You gotta go get the crowbar. You gotta find the crowbar, right? So you go get the crowbar, you open the door, and then you get into the next section of this uh, sort of open world. And the mansion is going to be too small, so I think there should be uh, like tunnels under the mansion, right? There's going to be sewers. Okay. Um, I don't want to make it a full-on city, but we can probably get away with doing a little town. Okay, like a village or a little hovel kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, bear with me, Johnny, I was thinking, how cool would this be if this was like a Resident Evil scenario? Where all the players are infected with the virus already. But there's a limited amount of vaccines in the area. That works too. And so you're fighting against the other players. Like You don't want to waste too much time because then you might become a zombie. Mm -hmm. But there's only a limited amount of vaccines that keep you human. And then as all the vaccines are found, then the next round starts. Kind of like how in Fortnite you have the closing circle. Uh In this case, it's like the excess bodies are like pushed off. And like whoever's left, like, okay... You're infected like again, or you have to find like, the next part of the or like, oh like the the mutation's like not enough. Like you need to find the next vaccine to keep it going. So it's like waves of like players being eliminated, players being eliminated, players being eliminated until there's only one person who's like the superior like specimen. Who this also sounds a little bit like um uh the multiplayer spinoff for for the Resident Evil Three remake. Oh, uh um, co survivors or what is yeah, it? Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, so it sounds a lot like that. The thing about that game I didn't like is it always felt cramped. You know, mm-hmm. it, it gave you that sense of urgency when it's cramped and it's hard to get away from an enemy. Right. But I wanted to open up more. Because you... I, I wanna get to a portion where you fight a couple hordes every once in a while, right? That's okay. when you go into a city into the city or I mean not the city but the town. Okay, yeah. Now I think about it, how about just to avoid like having to name this with like some kind of like 
So it doesn't have to be Resident Evil something. Let's just drop the Resident Evil. That was just an idea I had. No, I was just comparing it. Do you want to go back to the initial, the haunted house kind of premise? No, yeah, yeah. Okay. But so maybe we... not a house. It, it could be a mall. It could be a house. It could be okay. a town. I mean, the mansion could just be like prominently featured and it doesn't have to be like the bulk yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. It could be like a little like, um, I'm trying to think, what's, like, like in Mexico, we have like a little like village, like little towns. It could be like a town, like a small town. Or like a southern like Texas kind of town where like you can have like buildings and not feel like overpopulated. Yeah, you know what? I want to tie it to a, a date too. So how about we make this like in the seventies? Okay. And in the in the background we have like the Vietnam going on. Okay. That's like the we have Vietnam War going on and and maybe there's some like fantastic fantastical thing that happens and it has to do maybe with the war and then. This kind of explains the story of why we're in this situation. The CIA is trying trying to develop some new tactics for the war, and it's like let's experiment on this small American town to see. Like that sounds good. That sounds real good. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they maybe not MK Ultra type of thing, but right. they have a different type of operation going on. Some kind of like social group dynamics kind of like test or something. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the enemy actually is. So let's let's go with the CIA doing experimentations on this town. What kind of enemies are we talking about? Uh, well, to keep in theme with Haunted, like, would it have to be, does that have to be supernatural in nature, or? I don't want to do ghosts. Okay. But. Werewolves, Frankensteins, like, artificial. It could be not Frankenstein, but something similar, right? Like, or it's, like, science-based? Yeah, there was a superhuman project. A gray from another dimension? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, and then, and then 70s. We got 70s type weapons, so what do we have back then? You know, we still got shotguns, we still got M4s. Well, I mean, yeah, you would, when we call them M4s, I mean, they would just be the basic AR-10s, AR-15s. Basically, the very, like, early ones, the Armalite 15s. Um, AKs, Uzis, shotguns, pistols, the traditional, like, you wouldn't have the M9, but you would have, like, the 1911. So, you, yeah, you would have a good variety of, like, Cold War era weaponry. This is kind of going because we're talking about supernatural. This is going in the direction of Ghostbusters for me. So then you have to. You just said you don't want ghosts. I know, I know. <laughs> but to me, in the direction of Ghostbusters where they have devices. Uh, it's, a little, you know? it's a little campy. Yeah, yeah, campy. But okay. we got devices to attack whatever it is, like these uh, superhuman things, right? Okay. So we have all these traps that we um, deploy. And so, is it just, are we just going to do, like, is it going to be, like, groups, like, quads, or are we going to do, like, single player? Like, no. It has to be one person. We got to do, like, four. Okay. four is a good number. So, groups of four. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like it enough. Now, do we have a name yet? No. Let's let's think about the name a little bit more. Uh, who's going to make this? I mean, the obvious one would be Epic, right? I feel like that's the obvious one for this, but. Epic? Oh, I was thinking Capcom. Capcom, I don't know how they are in the Battle Royale like field. Um, I know you hate it, but I probably would go with EA. Okay, why? I just feel like EA would be able to handle something like bigger, like a project that's kind of like ambitious like this. This is like a, this seems like an expensive venture. I mean, we could do Ubisoft too. They did a what's it called? Um, they have a ton of open world games. Okay, Ubisoft. I feel like we're on we Ubisoft like division. I feel like we use Ubisoft as a scapegoat too much. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think a little more out there. 
Um, what about if we went with a Bungie? I think maybe Bungie. Bungie. Yeah. They don't have too many games, and their track record isn't that great. Destiny? You don't like Destiny? No. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll, what about someone like... Uh... Oh, no, they don't exist anymore. Um... Give it a respawn. The guys from Titan Fall and Jedi Fallen Order. I feel like they could probably do it. They have the the personnel who are like experienced enough with shooters and like this kind of thing. I don't know. Do they really have open world or anything scary? Uh, well, scary. Give it to Visceral. They made Dead Space. Oh, Visceral's gone. Yeah, they're gone. But whatever, bring them back. Okay, hypothetically, we'll give it to Visceral then. It could do, they, yeah, because they can do it like it could be like a third. They have like third person battle royales, and they have like the Isaac over the shoulder look. Like that could work. And then facing like the neck, what are they called necro something necromorphs. Necromorphs, like we have like you, like it could just be like the powers out in the village, and you're using like flashlights. Like that would be dope. If it was like flashlights and like survival like battle royale. Yeah. Like that has the potential to be like a scary game and still be like a battle royale, like multiplayer experience. Like, this sounds like it'd be dope. Yeah, so let's let's visceral also, work, yeah. Let's um, also take their name. Instead of Dead Dead Space, it's Dead Place. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> dead Place. <laughs> or unless you can think of something else. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Dead place. Visceral's Dead Place. You heard Dead Space. From makers of Dead Dead Space. Here's Dead Place. Alright. I love it. That's so good, Johnny. That's really good. Alright, what else? Uh we want to add to the game. I think that kind of wraps. That's. I think we're. Good. I, I mean, I guess you could do like skins, like partner partnerships. I'm assuming this is in third person, right? In order to take advantage of skins. Yeah, yeah. Third it person. would have to be. So yeah. All right, I'm content with that. All right, I'm good. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that wraps up our episode for the week. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, if you want to talk more crap about Johnny, that's always welcome. Uh, if you want to actually give us your predictions or desires or hopes for E3, uh, go ahead and send that at, as an email to DuoSensePodcast at Yahoo.com. Again, that is DuoSensePodcast, one word, at Yahoo.com. Uh, thanks for listening. If you have uh, whatever you use to listen to us, uh, we appreciate it. We ask that if you can, if it's possible, if you have time. Give us a rating, whether it's like a star or a thumbs up or whatever metric your podcast app uses. Use it to give us some feedback so we can uh, hopefully get a little more traction, a little more listenership. That would be great. I don't think anybody who has a podcast wouldn't want that. So that makes sense to us too. Johnny, any final words you want to share with the, with our listeners? No? Okay. Johnny reminds you to... Uh, I just want those submissions for the uh, predictions. Yeah, it would be it would be cool if we got like a couple to like listen to next week, just so we can like read them off. So uh, and then talk about them too. So please, if you do listen to us, I ask you just please. You only have to do the rating thing, but do send us an email at least. Uh, if you don't want to send the email, you can also reach us at the official Twitter account, which I never mention for our podcast. That is DuoSense P because the full word wouldn't fit. DuoSense P on Twitter. Again, the full name would not fit. So it's just dual sense and then the letter P, capital, at Twitter. Bye, guys. All right, bye.